Thank you for tuning into a podcast in our series, Real Life. Stay tuned for an inspirational exploration of dynamic experiences and insightful reflections on the highs, the lows, life presents. TBS Now Radio brings you engaging content no matter where you are listening to this stream. Don't touch that dial as you journey with our presenter and guest today. Remember, this is a real-life podcast stream coming to you from TBS Now Radio. Stay with us as we uncover faith-based principles and practical ways to make a success of life. Welcome to Real Life with Femi Ibiwe. My guest today is Ms. Busola Ajibade of DBB Catering. With over 10 years experience in events catering, Busola runs one of the foremost Afro-Caribbean dining services in the UK. She comes from an information technology background, believe it or not, and has a strong fashion dimension having learned dressmaking at Yabatek in Lagos, Nigeria. Busola is a businesswoman, and I coined this term myself, a fempreneur. Don't try and find it in the dictionary. She's based in Essex in the United Kingdom. Busola is a celeb chef, featured in a TV cookery show called Niger Bites. I hope I'm not gonna get beaten today. <laughs> it's a privilege and an honor to welcome you to Real Life with Femi Ibiwoye on the TBS Now radio network. Welcome, Busola. Welcome, Femi. Thanks for having me. It is a pleasure. It is a pleasure. So let's get into our dialogue. Okay. So please share with my audience, where were you born and what was your early life like growing up in your family? So okay. we get to know you better. Yes. Thank you very much, Femi. Um, my name is Busola, like you've said. I was born in Nigeria, Lagos, Nigeria. Um, a third child of six. Um, went to primary school, obviously. <laughs> went to secondary school called Frederick Government Girls College, Langtang. Did my first three and a half years there. Then went to Federal Government Girls College, Shagamu, which when that was where I finished, graduated from Federal Government Girls College, Shagamu. One of the best schools ever. Um, like I said, I'm the third of six. Um, I'm the second girl. Um, the One of the most intelligent of them all, <laughs> if I may say. <laughs> My siblings must not hear that, but hey. Um, Fun-loving girl um i won't tell you my age i'm just a young lady um born to christian parents both late god bless their souls their souls rest in peace yeah thank you very much and that is me in a nutshell okay so we're gonna dive a little bit deeper so let me recap some of the things that jump out straight away. So, FGGC Lantang. Yes. That is in the Plateau area. Yes, in of Joss. Nigeria. Yes. So, how did you get to Plateau? Oh, that was a journey and a half. Um, Lantang was in 
in Jaws was outskirts of Jaws. It's about three hours out of Jaws Airport. So this is how we do it. We go to Lagos Airport, take a the air, the plane. Sometimes is there an airport in Jaws? No, th of course there is. <laughs> <laughs> there is. So this is our journey, Mister Ibiwoye. We take a plane, which was 30, 32 naira when I started GS1. What, what is the exchange rate at the moment? I think it's about 700 and something pounds. Wow. Yes. So, so you're basically saying that the um, plane ticket would have been like 50 pence. 32 naira yeah, 50 to pence go, now. to come back, yeah. a return ticket at that time. Yeah. We go to Unilag. My brother used to drive all the way to Unilag to go and get my ticket. Every term, my father paid £64 for my plane ticket from Lagos to Joss. £64? 64 naira. So that's less than... Sorry, that's not less, pounds, naira. That's less than one pound at today's... Exchange. In fact, it's less than... It's about 10p. Yeah. 10p in today's... Yes. Exchange rate. Yeah. If so, we, so no, it's 30, about it's about no, it's about a pound. A sixty four pound. naira. Sixty oh sixty four naira. Yeah. yeah, it's about ten p. Yeah. And so the the um the halfway the one halfway way thing one way would have way, been, it would have been five pence. <laughs> five pence. One way thirty two. What was the exchange rate at that time? I can't remember, Mister Biwoye. I was a I was just a young girl. So are we talking about nineteen eighty? Nineteen eighty four. 1984. 1984. Okay, so the interest rate would have been about one... One to one. No, it wouldn't have been one to one. Have been really? One, uh, yeah, it would have been about one to 120. No. Because I think 82 was where Thatcher changed the, the rules. Or okay. was it 83? Where Thatcher changed the rules mm -hmm. about um, being born here and you wouldn't... You can't you get, the get the citizenship. Yeah, so I, I think mean, that was where one the of my cousins fell into it. Slide. Yeah. At that time, it was going the other way. At the time, well, my mom was just a my mom was a flyer. She was a regular flyer. What did flyer. your dad do for work? Ah, oh, my dad was the administrator at Yabatek. Okay. So he allocated um, hostel rooms, hostels to students. He did the at that time. Yapatek was like a posh um, university, um, higher institution. Okay. They had catering staff, they had a canteen, they had cutleries, forks and everything that people would just walk in, pay very little amount of money, get fed, first course, second course, third course. Um, 50 kogu. I can't remember. I mean, we were young, so... Okay. To be honest, Mr. Ibiwoye, I wouldn't know how much they were spending. Just call me Femi. Just call me Femi. Yeah, Femi. Yeah. It was just, it was, we saw it. It was, growing up, Ayabatek was one of the best years of my life. I see the focus um, is the cutlery, the food. Is this something to do with your passion? What? Because I know <laughs> that your passion currently is catering it is catering it is all about food anything to do with food um not just catering if you come to my home i would feed you and i wouldn't just 
put food on the table, I will make it look nice. If, if I'm eating, I just don't lumber food on my plate. I make sure it looks appealing to the eyes. Um, We're going to get into food okay. in, a, in, a, in a few minutes. So like, yeah. let's, let's, let's stop. We've moved away from Langtang. Okay. Um, and okay. we will skip Shagamu. But, but one thing I would like you to um, please um, share with my audience. What was life like in a federal government college in Nigeria in those days? Was it like um, a selective school today or was it like a private school? Um, in those days, it was, I think it was selective because we had to do exams to get into it. Mm. Fortunately or unfortunately, I didn't pass. I wanted to go to QC, but I didn't make... What school is QC? Queen's College, Yaba. Because, because my audience, some uh, of my audience are in Japan, some of them are in the US. <laughs> I'm not bragging. I'm not bragging. So, give a shout out to all the wonderful people listening all around the world. God bless you real good. God. Keep on listening. Yes, we you love are, you. You are on <laughs> TBS Now Radio with Celeb Chef Busola Yes. Thank you very much, audience. I went, I really wanted to go to Queen's College Yaba because, number one, at that time, it was one of the best secondary school. Every girl wanted to go to Queen's College Yaba. Yeah. And because I also went to Command Children's School Yaba, yeah. which was just a stone throw from Queen's College. And at that time, also... We, I grew up in Yaba. Yaba is a place in Nigeria, yeah. Lagos, in Lagos State. So, so where I grew up, we were like sheltered. So we had a school bus that would take all the staff members' children to school. So yeah. they pick up, they pick us up in the morning, mm -hmm. and they drop us in the, they come and pick us in the afternoon after school. Yeah. So. In the in the course of our trip, while I was in primary school, yeah. we had to go to QC, Queen's College. Sorry, the short form of Queen's College is QC. Mm -hmm. So we had to go to Queen's College. Yeah. And you see the girls, the way they talk, the way they move. Though some of them were fake, but hey, at that you time... You didn't put on accents. Oh my God, <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> you need to see even the way they dress. Mm. They, they were always yes immaculate because the kids that went to Keith's Queen's College were high high brow or very clever most no not even clever if you do if you do clever some people that are clever their parents were wealthy wealthy okay they they had money okay. um it would be middle class and high class okay. not then you can get a few um non-middle i mean so i would really wanted so to it wasn't a school for poor okay no no so, no 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 let's did, let's change said, that Femi. said something let's, Femi. let's leave let's no Femi. QC. okay qc poor, was poor. not it's not that it wasn't for poor because they had few <laughs> poor people there they have few poor poor okay but the 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 the, the anyway that's it. so i wanted to go to qc but unfortunately i was not i didn't make qc so my parents gave me, they used one of their legs to, long legs to get me yeah, into. That is, that is, um, influence. Nepotism. nepotism. <laughs> I will call it influence. Okay. Okay. Circle so, of influence. Yeah. Let's use, um, 22nd century 
um, words. Yeah. Okay, go on. It's to get me into a school, a federal government, because everybody wanted their children to go to a federal government college. A good school. A good school. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know about Langtang. They just came and said I was going to Langtang. I knew it was in Joss. I was excited. I like houses. Houses are in the north, which is Joss. So it was an experience. I was, I, I've never been out of my home. We lived in a sheltered. We lived in Yabatek. Yabatek is a campus. It's like living on a campus, on a university campus. So it was a sheltered. Your house must have been very, very busy. Um, you must have had people constantly coming in to see your dad for accommodation and also to extend the legs to get people into into Yabatek. How did you people cope? You see, my both my parents, God rest their soul. My yeah. mom was a very, very, very accommodating mother. Mm. I would not say anything less of her. Mm. As a child, I mean, after when I left secondary school, came back home, mm-hmm. my sisters and my brothers were already at Yabatek, schooling at Yabatek. All the, my brother was living at the back in the boys' quarters. We, the girls were living in the main house. My brother is the firstborn and my sister is the second. I'm the third. Mm-hmm. So they were both in Yabatek. All their close friends, yeah. I tell you, were living with us. Wow. They had... Did they behave themselves? They didn't have a choice because though my mother was accommodating, but she was strict. But did she know what was going on in the boys' quarters? That one, that one, she doesn't have to know, Nam Femi. How does she have to know? <laughs> Moving on swiftly. Moving on swiftly. Okay, so, how did you get into the UK? I flew in by plane <laughs> i suppose i deserve that okay so you finished your education in um shagamu um langtang you went to yabatek to learn dressmaking yes how did you get into um it information technology oh i i got into this country and it was the how did you get into this thing country? you said you weren't born here so Mr. Ibiwoye, yes. I got on the plane yes. and I come, came into this country yeah. as a, a, a woman of substance. What else okay. do you want? Right. What do you want? You want me to tell you that I got at the back of, in the back no, of a boat? No, 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 no. I <laughs> just want to understand your journey. My journey the is... The transition. The transition is, you left Nigeria, okay. you came into this country. As a matter of fact, yeah. my coming into this country mm-hmm. was a friend of mine. Honestly, she left where we were. We met when we were young. Yeah. So we had summers. We did summer school. Okay. So, yeah. so we met in summer school. And you kept the friendship. Going. And we kept the friendship. Though she was schooling in Shagamu, okay. I was schooling in Lantan. So how are you communicating? Was that airmail letters? <laughs> because, because there was no smartphone in those days. Yeah, but and no WhatsApp. Femi. Yeah. She was, her mom was a lecturer at Yabatek. Okay. So, we met, and Yabatek did um, summer school for their, chil- for people, schools. Yeah. So, okay. so it was, yeah, open it school. was open 
So we were all, we go there, we come from different schools. So she always was, we always, that was our meeting point. Her mom was um, a lecturer. And, you know, we had phones, Femi. We had not that one that we use the, our hand to. The dial phone. The dial phone. Yeah. Phone. Yeah. Mm. Mm. We mm. had that phone. <laughs> Fantastic. So, okay, so you used to communicate international. Uh, you'd go to Nitel and place international calls. No, or you place no. operator calls from home. I got into this country things okay. were easier in terms okay. of con things were getting better okay. in terms of communication okay what year did you come in can i not tell you that mr Ibrahim? okay moving on swiftly yeah <laughs> so things were better yeah. in terms of communication we're just trying to find out which prime minister was on the throne at the time because you know um since the days of isis um you've had david cameron you yeah. had um, Who was on the... Theresa May, you've now had um, Mr. Johnson. And no. we don't know what's going to happen with um Was it Tony Gates. Blair? I think it was Tony Blair. Oh, Tony Blair was on the throne? Yeah. Okay, okay so... I, 1990? Okay. No, he wasn't. He wouldn't have been there in no, in the 90s. In the 90s. In the 1990s. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it was Tony Blair. Okay, that's, that, that gives us um, a good good idea. Yeah, it was. Okay, so you got to the UK and um, did you get like a white collar job straight away or what was the transition? Or did you just land with, you know, the money in the bank? Um, and then just start to establish your businesses and stuff. No. What was transition like? God bless my brother. Honestly, my mom gave me hundred pounds hmm. at the airport hmm. when I was leaving. Yeah. And I came. That's not a lot of money. It wasn't, but hmm. it was just to kickstart me. Okay, but so, you had relatives so I, here. My brother lives here. My okay. older brother, the firstborn. Okay. okay. So I stayed with him. I was mm. living with him mm. for... So he gave me a soft landing. Okay, fantastic. And then I wanted to be... I was desperate. I wanted any job. Mm. But my brother always said something to me. Yeah. Busola, start as you mean to go on. Mm. You can't... When you start doing all these odd jobs... That is what you keep doing. Mm. You can't. I wanted to, I, want, I was just, I wanted to hustle. You'll be like, no, you're not hustling. No, everything was no. And I just resented him. I just felt it was just too crush. your style. Exactly. I wanted to make like pounds that. now. You know, yeah. you okay. know what I'm saying. We're going to come back to the story <laughs> of the pounds and the pens. We're going to go to a break. And when we come back from the break, we're going to really try and understand uh, the aspects of your faith mentorship, how you established yourself, and what are the things that make you tick. Femi, one thing yes. I would like to say, yeah. before, if you don't mind, before yeah, we go absolutely. on this break, go on. is my life in Langtang. I need to tell you that journey. Okay. That journey in Langtang was, was an experience. Um, like I said... The plane 
from just from Lagos to Jos. We're going to take it. We're going to start from Langtang right after the break. Please, I need so, to talk about that because okay, it's it was a life changing experience. Fantastic. Thank you very much, uh, everyone. You've been listening to um, Ms. Busola Ajibade, a celebrity chef. Uh, she runs DBB Catering in the United Kingdom. Um, whatever you do, don't touch that dial. Stay don't. connected. Stay. We'll be right back after this break. You are tuned in to a radio stream from TVS Now with Femi Ibiwaya. Inspirational, engaging, uplifting radio. Don't, don't touch that dial. Welcome back to Real Life with Femi Biwai. My guest today has been Busola Ajibade of DBB Catering in the United Kingdom. And what a delight she has been. <laughs> so, Busola, before we went on the break, you really had something you, you wanted to um, unpackage for us that was close to your heart. And I think it was about FGGC Langtang. So, let it go. Okay. Thank you very much, Femi, for having me, like I said. Um, Langtang, I went to Langtang as a 13-year-old girl, never been out of my home, you know, and we had to travel from Lagos, which is an hour and a half on the plane, mm. to Langtang, to Joss Airport. And then from Joss Airport, people would then have to travel three hours to Langtang. Langtang, the roads where, you know where you build, you know those narrow roads, mm -hmm. very, very narrow. And then, like I said, my plane ticket from Langtang, from Lagos to Jos, at that time, was 64 Naira. Mm. To get a taxi from Langtang, from Jos Airport to Langtang, was 250 Naira. 250 Naira, peep, people is um about um 35 30 is it 35 pence yeah it's about 35 pence in today's money 30. In, today, in today's exchange rate in today's exchange rate 255 three hours on a bendy horrible road it was honestly a horrible road and we then have to be in the hostel. We lived in the hostel. <sighs> in an open. It wasn't. It were, there were buildings. Not that we were living. Sleeping on the floor or anything. However. In today's. Security. Boko Haram or whatever. Would have come to kidnap us. Because it, we were just in a field. Block of block of rooms or hostels or whatever, in a, just an open field, you know. But how did that make you feel? Do you feel that um, you were looked after by um, the school authorities properly, or do you feel that you were abused to some extent? We were not abused at all. Okay, we so so let's 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 look at let's let's assume that we are talking about um, a youngster today who is going to uni and they had the same facilities as yourself. Do you think they would have been able, how do you think they would have been able to go? You see, at that time, yes. there was no fear of kidnapping. There was no fear of, we were so innocent. 
Okay, but how did you how did you cope? I mean, obviously you live in the UK today. You know what the standards are. You know how things life has moved on, evolved from those days. Looking back at those days, would you say that they could have looked after you better? Or would you say that they basically left you um, to survive? Maybe federal government, because it was a federal government college, yeah. a federal government secondary school. Maybe federal government should have done at least fencing. Because you can, you, in, the, in the evening, you see all these cattle rearers with their cattle. What in, about snakes? No, we didn't have... I mean, I can't remember snakes. What about wild animals like hyenas and... Please, Mr. Hibi Woyefemi, please. He, there was nothing like that. There was nothing like that. The only thing that we saw... Okay, so when you talk about Langtang, because I, I grew up in northern Nigeria, so I know um, a, a few dimensions there. I know Panching is not far, it's not far from, from Langtang. Langtang. Yeah. I know Joss. I've been to, all, I've been to some of these places, but, you know, because... Because I, I kind of had an adventuring spirit. Okay. So I went around the place and I used to take photographs. Okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about your transition from Palantang to the United Kingdom. Okay. Okay. So what were the things that you took away from your secondary education that you would say have stood you in good stead? as a businesswoman today what are the in lantang lantang was uh, i would repeat lantang because that was my my foundation yes lantang gave us because we didn't have parents mm -hmm. so we had to no, survive your, your parents we, were not there the, okay we didn't yeah. have our parents were not there we yes. were young we were all 13, 12, 11 year old kids. Yeah. And we had to look after. So, managing money, you have to. Managing your provisions. Didn't they give you um, standard meals, three meals a, a, a day from the school cafeteria? Yeah, but you have breakfast in the morning, which is yes. 8 o'clock. Yes. You have um, your break time. They yeah. don't give you food in, during your break time. Okay. So, then we have lunch did you have a talk school. shop did you have a school shop we had okay did you have literary and debating society in langtang i'm sure we did i can't remember did you have school bus we were or... not allowed to go out yeah but the school didn't the school organize sure... um excursions no and no no we like did that. not not well, in langtang that's that's almost like a prison i mean if you see it that way langtang was it was and the only time we had there was no there was no um half term there was half term but half term we have to be in school okay okay look let's park lang lang tang because we want to talk about your catering business okay we want to talk about your um your fashion um business, business. as well okay because what makes you on the platform right now is, is your food. celebrity chef status and I believe that some of your customers are out there. They are they're rooting for you. They want to hear some stuff. Is first of all, is there anyone that you would like to give a shout out to? Yes. Who has been inspirational to your business? And then tell us about this business, DBB Catering. Where did it come from? And who are your customers? 
If you give me a chance, Femi, yes, I will no. name like 1,000 people. You have the floor. Ah, you, I don't. <laughs> Let's not pretend. Okay. Give a shout out to three or four. I give a shout out to my darling brother. He's such a wonderful... Mention his name. His name is Akindele Ajibade. We call him Soapy. Um, he's a wonderful... Where did Soapy come from? Soapy is... Oh, you mean the word Soapy? Yeah, soapy, like, is it Soapy or Soapy? Soapy. Soapy. As in soap. Soapy. Okay, so he's... Soapy. Is that, is that because... Yeah. Um, uh, Nothing no, sticks. I can't go into that one. I can't go into that one. He's a he's a fantastic brother. You know, always encouraging me, yeah. giving me ideas, sending me pictures. Fantastic. And, you know, sometimes. Thank you very much, Sophie. Well, who's the next person? The next person will be King Solomon. King Solomon. He's also a caterer. Ah, that's your competitor. Yeah, but he's my, he's my, he's my, he's my, he's a man. I, I like him. Okay. He, he's inspirational, encouraging, mm. you know, I, and I keep telling him, King, you cannot, he's, he's, he's a king from Ghana, isn't he? Yes. The Ghanaian king. I know that king. Okay. Who's the next one? The next one will be my daughter. Okay. You What's know, her name? Oroluwa. Oroluwa. Okay. Very supportive. When I'm when I have no staff, she's there to support me. How hey! many daughters have you got? I've got one. I've got um, one how child. How many sons? I've one got child. just one okay. child. So Oroluwa. thank God there won't be sibling rivalry for this shout outs <laughs> on media. Okay, who's Oroluwa. the last one for this segment? The the actually, 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 I take everything back. And I say, I give God the glory okay. for being the father behind me. Okay. For I giving me the, the knowledge and the understanding. And when everything is down, he keeps me. He encourages me. When I don't have staff, he just keeps, the Holy Spirit keeps telling me, Busola, you'll be fine. I give God the glory. That is my first shout out. My second shout out will be to my brother. The third will be to King. And the fourth will be to my daughter. That is it. Fantastic. Okay. So all the shout outs have been recorded. How did you get into catering? Oh, catering. I got into catering. I mean, like I said, I got into this country. Was living with my older brother, Soapy Aki. And every Christmas, I would cook and be tired. I would cook variety, different types of food. Like what? Like, you know, Nigerians, there's not, going they, no, 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 no. Um, Femi, I am, uh, I like things, classy things. Okay, like? I mean, there's no, there's no African place you go to that you don't eat jollof rice. Okay. So, I think when is I... Is it Ghana jollof or Sierra Leone jollof or Nigerian I'm jollof? Nigerian. Which one is okay. so, I'm Nigerian. Jollof. Okay. I'm Nigerian. So, okay. we cook Nigerian jollof rice, Which one Femi? is the best jollof? For me? Yeah. It's Nigerian. You're going to start a, a world war. I'm Ghanaian. I'm Ghanaian. Odezo. We love Ghanaians. <laughs> we love you to bits. But you put too much, so much things that... It's, but we love you Ghanaians. But, okay. hey... Nigerian jollof. You can't beat the Ghanaians for Kenke, though. That's it's like saying you want to beat Nigerian for Yoruba woman for a four euro. Okay, all right. Let's move on <laughs> swiftly. Yeah. So what else? So we'll make 
so we just did a spread because my brother is a lover of food as well. So yeah. we did a spread of so many things. Mm. And I, I, I just took control of Christmas dinner mm -hmm. every year. Mm -hmm. And like I said, my brother, um, man, man of the people. He got he lots of people to come He will invite people and food. all. And you are getting A star, A star plus plus. Exactly. And so on and so forth. Then. Yeah. A lady called Lola Williams. Okay. She's my sister-in-law's sister. Okay. Is she a councillor or mayor or something? No, she's not. She's not a politician. She's not. Okay, go on. Lola Williams. She always had, was on my case. She would tell me, Busola, why don't you start cooking? And I'll be like, Auntie Lola, no, I'm Auntie Lola, no, I'm not. No, how am I going to start? How am I going to do this? I'm a, you know, but every year. Mm hmm she comes, she will repeat the same thing. Okay, if you don't want to do event catering, why don't you do home cooking? Auntie Lola, who is going to cook? Nobody, every woman wants to cook for their so husband. So ultimately, you decided to take the plunge. I didn't. Okay, so how did you, how did, where did DBB come from? And what does it mean? What do the initials DBB catering stand for? DBB hmm. is from Langtang. Really? <laughs> My friends, we're in, never gonna leave Langtang. Never, because that is my found. That is my roots. Coming to America, coming to Langtang, <laughs> doesn't quite. It doesn't. Have the same that. Okay, but, but go on, DBB. My friends called me DBB because why? This is maybe I should have even. I love that name. I was out of all my friends. I was the biggest. Mm -hmm. You know. And we were all in school. We would just sit down. We look trying to look for nicknames and nicknames and and somebody one follow one friend of mine, Falaki Akibola, just called me Double Barrel. Double Barrel. That means you are heavy, <laughs> well structured. So DBB is actually called is it started. It was d Double Barrel Bussy. Okay. Double barrel, barrel busi. Busola, so busi. Okay. Busola busi. Okay. So and the name stock. So the name stock. So and you like the name? I've been DBB since I was in, I was I was but thirty. Yes, slimmer now. I am four times smaller than my size. Wow. How did where did all the weight go? Lifestyle. Yeah. I changed my. You decided lifestyle. to shed the weight. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about your faith. You are a Christian. I am. Okay, so what does it mean to be a Christian in, um, in 2022? For me... From your perspective, yeah. For me, it's relationship with the Almighty God. Okay. And being a Christian, you have to believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes. And so, for me, it's your relationship with with the almighty the holy ghost and jesus christ okay. that is that is the be all and end all for me where did that relationship start for you where did you begin that journey like i said was it in langtang was it um or over the ocean in the aircraft or in your um catering business no it started from partly from Shagamu, 
Okay, so that's a long time ago. Yeah, partly from Shagam Secondary School. Federal Government Girls College, Shagam. That was my second half of secondary school. Didn't you like the boys? Why didn't you go to FGC? Maybe maybe FGC. my father didn't want us to want me to mix. mix. I think like I said, maybe he's one of his shielded, trying to be protective. Okay, so he led you in the direction of, of girls, girls only. only. Okay. But I could have been a but anyway, I didn't. I I'm not. So you're not a tomboy? Never. I've okay. never been. Fantastic. I don't even I've never been. Okay. Um I've always been a girly girl. Okay, so tell us how you became a Christian. So we go to school. Mm -hmm. You we go to we go for fellowships, mm -hmm. and you know I can't remember how exactly, mm -hmm. but I think that journey started from Shagamu. Okay. At what time did you actually say, Lord Jesus, I I need I need to now formalize I think it was, my relationship. It was in my form four. In form four. Yes, it was in my form four. And you've been consistent since then. Um, uh, you see, I've always, I've always known there's God since mm. I, I was a child. Okay. There's some when I was growing up. There are categories of Christians. Mm -hmm. There were Jelenke Christians. What do I mean by that? Just Christian by name. Mm -hmm. There were SUs. Okay. Those ones were. Conk, those were those ones were the ones that we call concentrated Christians. Yes, that even in their dressing and in their hair, yeah. you will know, or that's even just, in their that face. Is just, that's just that's show. the way that is show. the way we see show. them. Yeah. I'm not talking about their their hearts might be far. I don't know about that, but that was the what mm. we called conk. You Christians. recognize them by their dress. By their dress, you shall know them. Yeah, and the other ones you recognize by their claim. By the claim you shall know them. What about the ones that dress but they are still Jim Jim? Firing prayers and I I I got to know those ones later on in later life. On, okay. So what is what, what does Christianity mean in twenty twenty two to you? Hmm. What is it like to be a Christian these days? No for the last two years a lot of us haven't been able to go to church because the church buildings have been closed and relationship all on Virtual, virtual relationship now. It's relationship. Okay. If you have it, it's like the relationship I have with my parents, though they're not here, yeah. it can never die. Mm -hmm. Though they're both not here, but it can never die. Mm. It is the relationship that when you remember, mm. you remember the things God has done. Mm. You remember who he is, mm -hmm. what the Bible says about him, mm. what you read about him. Mm. The experiences that you, you've read in the Bible mm. and the ones that you have also personally experienced. Yes. It's all about relationship. So for me, 20th century, 10th century, 1st century, it's all about relationship for me. Fantastic. We're going to go to another break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about mentorship and we're going to talk about your events um, business. And what are your plans as we come out of the pandemic? You know, as everything becomes open. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Busola Ajibade from DBB Catering on Real Life with Femi Ibiwoye on the TBS Now Radio Network. Please, whatever you do, don't touch that dial. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this break. 
Welcome back to Real Life with Femi Boy. My guest today has been fantastic. She's talked about Langtang, 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 Langtang. That's my foundation. She is Busola Ajibade, a celebrity chef and runs DBB Catering. Busola, you're welcome back to Real Life with Femi Boy. Have you enjoyed the interview so far? Femi, it's been fantastic. Thank you very much. So who are your mentors and who do you mentor? Oh, who are my mentors? My, my, my brother. Your brother is a mentor. What does he do for you that, you that know, helps you chart he, the right he, path? He encourages me. He tells me what to to attain a high standard. Okay. Not all this. Me What's his background? It. It. Okay. So. So is is and you know. Is one of those people that likes. Is not a uh, one of those people that likes high. So he has high expectations, high, expectation, high standards, high, standard, high taste. You know, even if you. So he's not mentoring you; he's inspiring you. Okay, he's that's inspiring. An, a, inspiring. an inspirational type of okay. mentor. Yeah, My so he inspires you to to rise to a higher level. Okay. So, but how did he? inspire you to rise out of IT, which was your your course, to now go into catering. What did he say to you that triggered he that did. movement? In fact, he wasn't happy that I went into catering. Okay. Alright, moving on. Let's look at another mentor. We want to look at your mentors in catering. Who would you say has encouraged you, taught you, in? who has been established in the catering, events catering industry, and has kind of helped you find your way around? King, Sol King Solomon. King Solomon, yeah? yeah. Okay, so what, what what doors did he open up for you in terms of mentoring? You see, the thing is, I can't go deep into that because... Okay. Because of the limited time. Apart from the limited time, yeah. I really can't go deep into it because I just want to keep it between us. Okay. He's... We'll have to bring you back another time to go, to into, go into that. Deeper yeah. info. Okay. But he's... he's is a is is a chef a top chef yes he cooks is is his food is top notch yeah he he he's just fantastic okay. and he encourages me any other mentors um any other mentor um jamie oliver jamie oliver have you met him I, I haven't. I haven't. Jamie Oliver is another person that, if I'm stuck, YouTube, Jamie Oliver. If I'm stuck, YouTube, Jamie Oliver. Another person that I love to bits, that's encouraged me, that I love his food, is Rue. Rue, okay. No, not the young, not the, not the father, but the son. The son. The good-looking tall guy. Right. Um, oh, he's an inspiration. He he is an inspiration. Which country is he based in? He's based in the UK, in the UK but okay. I think he's French. Okay. Um, and another person that has really, really inspired me is a young man that I only just met on Monday. Last Monday? Just okay. Monday, this Monday. Okay, fantastic. His name is Matthew. Matthew, okay. Is he um, part of your organization now? He's not part of my organization. I, I, I'm also a chef. 
I work as a chef mm -hmm. and my employer brought him into the company yeah. to just come and because they introduced we've we've introduced new um menu on yeah. on our on our because I decided to do my business and just to improve my skills and to gain more knowledge I decided to bring myself a little to to so you work go into a, a job okay so what kind of what kind of cuisine um, do you um, specializing in there. DBB, it's mainly Afro Caribbean. Okay, and the other and place. the other my my job is it's constant. It's yeah, it. <laughs> <laughs> like your swag. It's um, it's it's more continental. Continental. I mean, okay. And this man, he's a gentle soul. He he he's taught me. I've learned so much. Okay, so let's talk about etiquette because I know that black people generally tend, especially the Nigerians, okay, they tend to um, um, pick any of the forks. How do you identify which fork to use first when you have it all laid out to you on the table? We're talking about etiquette now. Um, or is it etiquette? Mr. Ibiwe, <laughs> you've just put me on a spot, okay. a great spot. Okay. I think it's inside out. It's outside in. It's it's outside in. Yeah, outside in. Yeah, outside in. Mm. So your fork spoon, yeah. knife, your dessert, your, is, and your dessert is, goes is in. in. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. So it's in. Yeah. Okay. And so so for because a lot of people are. I'm going, a cook. Yeah. Okay. But they're going to be eating out um, this weekend. So we want to help them so that when they get there, they are experts already. So, so what happens to the little side plate where, um, when they take the, uh, Mr. the bread from the basket? DBB catering. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so we're coming close, we're coming to the end of our time together. But it's important that we ask this question. Because, you know, we've talked about your early life, we've talked about your school, we've talked about the influences, we've you talked brought, about catering. You brought memories that well down I'm glad the you lane. shared your memories with the audience. But the most important thing, you know, is life is a preparation for eternity. Mm. Do you have a bucket list? Uh, Things you want to do before you die? Mr. Ibiway, I don't do. Oh, you're not planning to die. You're going to live forever. I will die. I will die, but not today. Not this year. I'm just. I've just. I've never thought about it. Okay, so would you like to drive a Ferrari? Would you like to buy a Range Rover? Would you like to buy? I'm a, not into. A you mansion? see, you see, when my mom died, yes, I everything in this world, yeah. in terms of material things, okay, yeah. I'm not interested. Okay, I'm not interested in okay. material things. Okay, we're gonna be we're gonna be um, continuing our interview as we walk. As we as we leave the studio, this is a very very unusual way. But you see, real life is um, is about catching, you know, catching um, our audience wherever you are, and um, real life happens on a real basis, isn't it? Yes. Okay. So um, we're talking about um, we're still talking about. Um, when the time comes to step into eternity, what are the things that you would have liked to achieve before you get to that point? 
Mr. Iguwoye, I have nothing. Honestly, absolutely nothing in my head. Okay. I've never thought about it. I'm not particularly interested in anything materialistic. Honestly, I'm not. And I'm not saying it because I, I want, I'm saying it. Yeah. I'm only just saying it because it's never come to my mind. Never. Okay. Would I want to travel? Some people will want to travel the world. No. Okay. Would I want to buy a Jeep? Well, it, I don't I don't even see cars. Yeah. I just want to drive any car. As yeah. long as it takes me to A to B. And that's it. Okay. So I'm not really I just love food. If you give me food, okay, actually I have one. I want to go to Hong Kong to go and learn how to cook. The, the All of this is work, work, work. Is work. Do you want to bungee jump? Jump out never, of an aircraft? Never. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Busola Ajibade, the celeb chef that runs DBB Catering. Um, until the next time that we come your way again, it is Femi Ibiwoye on Real Life um, on TBN Now Radio signing out. Um, please keep listening all the time and we'll be coming your way with another fantastic interview in the not-so-distant future. Thank you.